the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Another shooting. This one was live streamed. Yep, uh, there will be the inevitable discussions about guns now that another shooter has taken out innocent people, this time in Louisville. You've probably heard about it by now. Turns out this guy, whose name you won't hear mentioned on this radio show, uh, live-streamed himself killing four people. The usual debate about guns has already started, and no new ground is going to be broken there. But this is one more piece of evidence, at least for me anyway, um, that the smartphone is one of the worst things ever to happen to the human race. Believe me, I have one, so I'm right in there with you. And I love all the conveniences, like never having to look at a map again, but it's the video camera. Billions of people being equipped with a pocket-sized video camera has been a disaster for the planet. It gave us social media, which is destroying kids, the latest being TikTok. And we've had guests here on the show to talk about how kids' lives have been ruined by social media. Well, now we have a murderer... Who's able to? Who was able to live stream the murders he committed? Now, how much of an incentive do uh, do you think it uh, to do that came from the ability to record it? This creep was 23 years old, so he grew up in the selfie generation. He really doesn't know what it's like to not have a smartphone, and he comes from a generation that has felt obligated to take a picture of the sandwich they're eating for lunch and preserve it for posterity by putting it up on the Internet to make sure that their friends see what they're having for lunch. Lots of psychiatrists will be trying to figure out the motivation for the Louisville shooter, but the fact that he live-streamed it is pretty sick. And, of course, his name is all over the media today, which is what he obviously wanted. And one of these days, the media will do their part in trying to prevent shootings like this by refusing to give the shooter's name. Live-streaming it is a pretty good indication that publicity is a huge incentive. And does anybody really think that the shooting in Nashville and the publicity that the media gave her didn't play a part in what happened in Louisville? And don't think that the video that he shot today isn't being pursued by millions of people who grew up in the selfie generation so that they can look at it and then share it with their friends. Outlawing smartphones isn't going to stop the killings, just like outlawing guns won't. It's still a mental illness problem. And smartphones and social media are causing more mental illness. Who's going to fix that? When we come back, we'll talk about the race card being played by the Democrats in the expulsion of those two Democrat state reps in Tennessee. Nothing new, not surprising, and it's dumb. And in our second half hour, something different. Remember Harry Reid, the former senator from Nevada? Wait until you, wait until you hear what a crook he was. Stick around. and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1 800 Very Dry. JD Waterproofing. 1 800 Very Dry. 
If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature-regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open-heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, by now you've heard about the two state House representatives in um, uh, Tennessee who were expelled for their conduct in what looked a lot like an insurrection last week. They're both black, and uh, it didn't take long for Democrats and the media to declare the story an example of racism. Horace Cooper of Project 21 Black Leadership Network joins us now. Horace, thanks for coming on. Always good to have you. Thanks for having me on today. So um, was it inevitable that the left would focus on the skin color of the two who were expelled instead of the actions that got them expelled? Well, of course, that was natural. That's exactly uh, what it means to be a progressive. But there's also another component of what it means to be a progressive. As I've said many times, you and I, when we wake up and we look at what's going to happen today or tomorrow, we're impacted by what has happened yesterday or what we have said yesterday. To be a progressive means that you can just throw it out. So when you're in the middle of the legislature's acts of deliberation and someone comes in, shuts down the ability for those deliberations to take place. The left told us last year that that actually was the biggest threat to democracy since the Civil War. But now, oh, it's just a case of some exuberance and some expression uh, that people are getting upset about. Yeah, and, um, and Kamala Harris showed up in Nashville to support these two guys. Was there ever any chance that the Biden administration was not going to play the race card here? Well, uh, they didn't play the life card. Uh, <laughs> you had six people who died, 
uh, three of whom uh, were children, and uh, the White House hasn't uh, released a report of the phone call to the families. Uh, there has been no effort. If the vice president was able to get to Tennessee, uh, the vice president could easily have also set up some meetings. But those aren't important. Again, last year, we were told that gun violence was the most important thing and that this administration was doing everything it could, except for reaching out to the families, except for making sure that they understand uh, that the lives lost are not the lives that are forgotten. Oh, that's today. Yesterday was different. The inconsistencies here is wild, except for the fact that if you're progressive, it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Yeah, but does does the fact that it's two black uh, guys involved here, does that help cancel everything else out when it comes to them? That, that all of a sudden becomes the most important thing and the thing to focus on? Well, I, as I said, when you asked me the first time, yeah. it's pretty clear that they are focusing on that. But it's also clear that they are in complete and total hypocrites for not... Uh, um, accrediting the motivations and the mindset and the action of several hundred people, many of whom were waved into the U.S. Capitol. Mm -hmm. This isn't just a case of the race of the people matter. It's a case of the politics behind whatever is happening is what matters. If the issue is Donald Trump's election during the Electoral College vote in the uh, Capitol, that's a bad cause. And anyone supporting that must be an insurrectionist. On the other hand, if you do worse, actually prevent votes from being able to take place and you do so as a sitting member of the legislature, well, that's okay because their heart was in the right place. Yeah, uh, and of course it's the uh, it's gun control, so that's whatever you say about that is okay. It's right, and you, as, again, you, you forget what happened yesterday. Um, but, uh, you know, it's the, the fact that they, they were using bullhorns in the in the uh, in the in the body of, in the lobby or whatever you call it the 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 rotunda wherever they you know the whatever the equivalent is of where, where we see them in the in the national uh, capital um, how how could you how long could you maintain a legislative body if people who disagreed uh, decided to use bullhorns on the floor of the of the state building when they wanted to express their opinion. And, and, okay. and, 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 so and, I know it sounds tiresome of me, but Speaker Pelosi told several of the progressives in order to get their vote before November 22nd uh, for critical legislation, including uh, the um, bill to help support new jobs in America by uh, uh, encouraging investments in uh, chips and the like. That bill did not have the votes that it needed. But Nancy Pelosi said, guess what? I am going to bring up a vote to expel one of the Republicans, as I have already done removing Republicans from committees based on their social media posts. This behavior, no one in Washington complained. That's what you have an ethics committee for. Why aren't you investigating? Let's find out if this was a serious matter or not. Several Republican members lost their slots on their committees, and only because it was too toxic did they not actually vote to expel a Republican member from the House of Representatives based on social media posts. Now, what we have here is actual uh, misapplication uh, of, of a, a responsibility, a misuse of the uh, floor of the state legislature, abuse, all of this, 
Now all of a sudden, oh, that's overreaching. That's too far. That takes it way beyond. Maybe they should have just been denounced. Uh, this is remarkable. The contrast. It's, it, it just, it's going to continue, too, because, because this is a go, uh, gun control issue. Uh, nobody could possibly do anything wrong in the pursuit of controlling guns in the way that they want to control them. So that, that's always going to be the case. You can, you can do whatever you want as long as that's the, the objective. Well, that's right. So um, the um, two, three individuals were brought up for expulsion. Two of the individuals were successfully expelled. One narrowly was not expelled. The mainstream media suggests that the one who was narrowly, who happened to be white, was somehow endorsed or supported because she was white. We don't know. It was only a handful of votes. Five or seven votes made the difference between her staying in and not. It had been far more interesting if the media asked those who switched their vote, those five or seven, what their motivations were, rather than let her say that the entire legislature, when it voted, did so on the basis of race. There was absolutely no uh, justification for that assertion. But this is a case of it's too good not to be true. The Republican legislature is made up of racists. We don't need to find out the facts. We don't need to investigate. This is too good not to be true. It's amazing. Um, and, and, and who didn't, I mean, it was so, it was, it was, when I saw that it was two black guys and a white woman, and, and when I saw the results of the vote, I, 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 it was just so obvious that that was going to be the next thing. And here's the thing, Horace, uh, is um, how long ago did we reach the, the boy who cried wolf um, yes. level of stupidity on this. Oh, absolutely. Um, and again, you and I are responsible for what positions that we put forward yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The American people are waking up that there is a move by progressives to think that uh, a little fancy dancing, a little, uh, a little sizzle, and throw in the race card when it has absolutely no applicability here whatsoever. The American people are rejecting this. But it's all the left has left, pretty much. We're talking to Horace Cooper of Project 21 Black Leadership Network, um, a frequent guest on the show. Always great to have him on to talk about stuff like this. And, and um, here's what i got to ask you. Again, this is coming from a white guy, and I, and I, I, I just it's, – it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a tough thing when a situation like this comes up. Um, I, I, I want to look for nuance. Uh, I don't want to be um, – I don't want to be knee-jerk, uh, a knee-jerk reactor here, no matter which side it comes down on. If it's, if it's a black person and a white person – uh, given credit for something or accused of something, I don't want to look at what color either one of them are. I just just give me the facts. What what happened, and then I'll let me decide. When do we get to that point? And and uh, and, 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 well, and to not be called a racist. Times. You're not going to get it from the New York Times. Yeah. You're not going to get it from MSNBC. You're not going to get it from the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Um, uh, what we are watching as Americans is a move to prevent real conversation from occurring. You know what? When the federal government adopts major appropriations measures, um, the so-called jobs bill that was supposed to help uh, the Inflation Adjustment Act, which did nothing but exacerbate inflation, I recognized my side lost. Yeah. The side for freedom, the side for less taxes, less government. We lost. What we didn't do is smear, nor did we undermine the whole idea of self-government. That's where the left is now. And one of the most toxic tools that they use is race. 
There simply is no evidence in America today, and there's a national push by the left for reparations. There is simply no workable way for it to occur, no constitutional way for it to occur, and I believe that's the, that's the winning effort. You can't do it, so you get to keep talking about it as a way to garner support with constituencies that you really don't have anything else to offer. Yeah, and there's been lots of drama from the two who were expelled, claiming that this is another sign of oppression. They're walking around with arms raised and fists clenched, and they're uh, they're obviously planning to milk their 15 minutes of fame here. Um, I, I don't know which one of the two guys it is. I've seen uh, both of them, but the, the one guy seems to be trying to do a Martin Luther King imitation, and he, he's like he wants to become the next Al Sharpton. Uh, it's just like it's it's so obvious that he's loving the celebrity. It's a 27-year-old guy. I forget his name, which one it is. Yeah, well, uh, Al Not-So-Sharpton has been revealed to most of the American public as the charlatan that he is. He is a race grifter, and many of these people who want to emulate him are going to have to be willing to grift as well. The problem in America has far more to do with government policy that hurts or makes it harder for people who would like to work, uh, particularly those who are lesser skilled. That's the real problem in America that needs to get addressed. If more people can afford new cars, more people can afford to buy a home, if more people can uh, go on vacation, there is less division. The policies of this administration is making that all but impossible. And rather than acknowledge that, these grifters <laughs> are uh, 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 um, promoting self-power, empowerment for themselves, resources for themselves, but by doing so at the cost of the ability of us to live as neighbors in this country. What about their cause, though, uh, Horace, calling for the banning of assault weapons, uh, uh, yeah. which was also inevitable? Yes, well, uh, apparently uh, the uh, answer here is if you can find out that the race of the person or the gender of the person fits the model, then you can come out and make your declaration. Sometimes now, since increasingly the person doing the shooting doesn't fit the model of the white racist, it becomes necessary before you find out to make your call because then it's awkward. It's awkward when it turns out that they're transgender. It's awkward when it turns out that they're progressive. It's awkward when it turns out that they're female. These kinds of details make it a challenge for the left, for progressives, to accomplish their end. So now, as soon as you hear that there's been a shooting, you just have to hit send, uh, and you say, I demand a uh, automatic weapons, uh, right. assault weapons ban. Tennessee's been one of the worst states in the Union for gun crimes, uh, and blacks are most often involved. Is more gun control the solution? Well, look, the fastest-growing organizations for firearms happen to be those in which black Americans and minorities are starting. Uh, the NRA is not uh, growing at the rate that it was growing in the 90s or even the early 2000s, but many of these other groups are. Um, many Americans are rec recognizing, particularly black Americans, that the system isn't protecting. We're supposed to have a criminal justice system that protects you, so you don't have to go out and take steps. Either we used to call it revenge, but when I was in law school, it's called self-help. What we want is for people to be willing to let the judicial system work itself out. We're not seeing that. Wolf prosecutors, many black Americans are recognizing, are not protecting these families in these communities. You mentioned it already. Many of these black communities are harder hit than any other. And that's why during the George Floyd writing, what, uh, when Gallup and other groups were asking black Americans their answer about defunding the police, Black Americans, more than any other racial group, ask for more law enforcement, not 
less law enforcement. Well, I don't have time to get into it, but then you have the mayor, the new mayor of Chicago, which maybe we can discuss <laughs> later when I have more time. But he, he, he loves the idea of less cops and doesn't want to – he thinks it's a bad thing to arrest uh, criminals, and we got that going on in Chicago. But, Horace, I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, that's Horace Cooper, Project 21, Black Leadership Network. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Louisville police say it appeared to be a former bank employee who is responsible for the mass shooting at downtown bank building in Louisville. Four people killed. Nine others were wounded in the shooting. More than 200 Russian and Ukrainian soldiers have returned home at a prisoner swap. Russia's defense ministry says 106 Russian soldiers were released from Ukrainian custody. Ukrainian President Zelensky's chief of staff and that Russia freed 100 Ukrainian prisoners. Kansas City Southern Railroad says three of its tank cars derailed but remained upright in a southeast Texas rail yard. Locomotive did leak fuel, but it was contained. It happened in Kendallton, Texas, about 50 miles southwest of Houston. The Dow is ahead 35 points, but the NASDAQ is down 25. This is SRN News. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401 1K, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. A lot of towns have a river. Some have two, but nobody has three. Nobody but us. We're Pittsburgh, the city of bridges, 466 bridges. The most in the world take that Venice. We're a renaissance city that refuses to say die. Might as well say we invented ketchup. But the best thing about this town is the neighborhood. The best friend or neighbor you ever had lives right down the block. Great people. That's what makes Pittsburgh what it is. And you have a station that gets that. AM 1250, the answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250, the answer, weather. 
Partly cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 39. Mostly sunny and warm tomorrow. A great day to be outside. Tomorrow's high, 72. Overcast skies tomorrow night with a low of 53. Sunny to partly cloudy Wednesday. It'll be breezy and very warm with a high of 77. Mostly sunny and warm Thursday near record-breaking high temperatures. The high, 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, remember Harry Reid, the senator from Nevada who did conservatives everywhere a favor by killing the filibuster on Supreme Court nominations? Maybe you always thought that he was just another annoying liberal Democrat, which is what he was. He was that. But I came across a book about him over the weekend, and the author, Daxter, uh, Daxton Brown, joins us now. J- Daxton, thanks for being here. Yeah, hi. It's, uh, good, to, good to hear from you, John. So uh, the title of the book is Harry... Money, Mob, and Influence in Harry Reid's Nevada. Now, the first edition was in 2010, so this stuff's been out there for a while. Did Harry pay any kind of a price for the information in this book? And uh, there's a lot of information in there. Uh, He paid not a single price, and actually the FBI covered it up. I was uh, a uh, witness, or I I was a whistleblower to the Salt Lake City DA who was going after him on three bribe charges. I know of other bribes. There were millions of dollars was involved the fbi actually covered it up and squelched it yeah how did they do that and i was going to ask you about that later um but how much was harry protected by the local police and the fbi well it's not just the police the fbi and all the way up through the uh the utah political establishment because of uh you know i hate to bring up the religion aspect but because of the mormon ties even mike lee was covered covered it, and his brother is in the uh, Supreme Court there, so uh, they all knew about it, and they all covered it up. In Utah, there were three bribes. One was for full-tilt poker, another was for Czech City, which was essentially loan sharking, and a third was the Utah Transit, and there was actually a fourth, which was Bigelow Aerospace, had a uh, sweetheart uh, deal to do UFO things for $22 million that Harry got him. So there were, there, there were those four things in Utah, much less the ones I knew about in uh, in Nevada. And, and the Nevada uh, politicians covered it up, too. I gave speeches all over the place. They all covered it up. When and how did you become aware of how corrupt Harry was? Well, m- my whole history is I'd worked on Yucca Mountain stuff in the early 90s, uh, doing PR for the uh, nuclear industry, and I wrote a whole book on Yucca Mountain but for them. But one of the guys, the PR people, was a guy named Don Williams, who had been Harry Reid's original campaign manager in the early, uh, late 60s and early 70s. And he was a big politician, uh, a political uh, um, uh, advisor for the Democrats. And so when I started to write this book, I called him up, and he told me that he'd picked up bags of cash from uh, Joe Conforti, the mafia pimp, up at the Mustang Ranch brothel for Harry. And uh, Don Williams ended up, he, he was in the casinos. You know, a bunch of the mobsters, the famous ones that are in the movie Casino, like Lefty Rosenthal and that. So so Don knew all the people involved. He knew Harry very well, knew all the politicals. So when I started writing the book, I have obviously called up Don and asked him what was going on. Um, but the interesting part is Don was Don was with Lefty, Lefty Rosenthal at the... Um, um, in the casinos, but another guy who was also with him was what we'll call him Mike X. They both helped to uh, Lefty's TV show, which where he'd bring in guys like Sinatra and all that. But the other guy, Mike X, um, was in the uh, in the cage when Lefty had him bag up a million dollars for Harry. And then from the uh, the stuff in in Utah, we know there was a two million dollar canceled check. And if you um, if you Google um, Harry Reid, $2 million, Salt Lake. Uh, Troy Rawlings is the district attorney there. You'll find a bunch of articles on all this and, and what all went down. Uh, there's a big, long list of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, Lefty Rosenthal, if, any, if you've seen the movie Casino, which is a great movie, uh, Lefty Rosenthal is the guy played by Robert De Niro, and uh, they make a big deal about his TV show there. So you, uh, you knew, uh, and we're talking to the producer of that TV show who saw... A lot of things going on. Oh, uh, yeah, they, and they, it's real stuff. See, I've been here since 1980 or so. And, 
it was a small town back then, so you couldn't help but bump into mafia people. I've bumped into five, six, seven of them. Some of some were pretty deadly. One guy was a uh, Dave, uh, Killer Dave, we used to call him. They think he killed four people, two of his wives and two, two lovers, but he used to run slot machines for the mafia. He was a client for, for some real estate deals, and then we find out all this stuff. And um, so he'd also work for a guy named Saul Siggy, who, who tried to bribe Harry Reid. So you couldn't hardly move an inch without bumping into people who would tell you stories about all this stuff. So there was plenty of it. You know, I, worked, I did stuff with a bookstore in town, and those people told me that Harry Reid tried to get them to put a, uh, a fake employee on their, on their payroll. So it just went on and on. I have, I have tons of stories. It, was, it went on and on. I even talked to the FBI. I had a, a Starbucks uh, coffee with two FBI agents. They knew about this stuff. I said, well, you know, is it like the Godfather where Harry's at the top? And they said, no, you're wrong. It's a circle. And the guy drives, draws me a circle, and then he points out all the people in, in Vegas that are kind of in, in a circle of corruption. And uh, so they, the FBI knew. The FBI damn well knew. Well, the uh, the name of the book is is uh, Harry Money Mob and Influence in Harry Reid's Nevada, and I didn't get a chance to finish the book, but I I read quite a bit of it over the weekend, and it's just full of stuff like this, and it's amazing. But here's the thing, uh, uh, Daxton, wasn't Harry a clean living Mormon? Uh, not really. His best friend is a guy named Jay Brown, and that would be the consigliere in in a Godfather kind of situation. Jay was another lawyer. He and Oscar Goodman is mafia too. The uh, the past uh, mayor of Las Vegas and his wife now the mayor. Um, but Jay Brown, they, those guys represented all the titty bars in in town. And those here's what happened: is uh, Tony Vianspilato gets buried in a cornfield in Indiana with his brother, the mobster. And then all those guys that were left over ran over to uh, Crazy Horse Two um, uh, titty bar. And uh, that was linked to uh, Joey the Clown uh, Lombardo up in Chicago, which there was also a crazy horse, too, there. So, you know, I, I get off track. There's too many stories going on. But basically, yeah, his friends, Harry's friends, were, were deeply involved. And, for example, uh, Harry owned land that was all mining, old mining land that his dad had owned in Searchlight. Well, he sold that land, and he sold it to a casino owner who was doing Indian slot machines from Detroit. Well, hell, that was that was mafia stuff too. So all this stuff goes on and on. And and the update part I, I mentioned, you know, we we corresponded a little bit. Harry ran a, a scam with John Podesta. John Podesta was the staff guy for uh, Hillary Clinton, and he's been around the uh, Center for American Progress. All the all the big liberal uh, think tank people come through there. But John Podesta and Harry Reid ran the Clean Energy Project, which was a big scam. They'd bring in all the energy people, and they would do alternative energy conventions every year here, which all dried up as soon as Hillary lost the the presidency or the presidential run. So that stuff was all meant to what they do there is they'd take the grants and then they'd dole them out to their buddies. Now, so the reason, one reason that area is still important is because Podesta now is the czar in charge of doling out the $360 billion for the Biden administration that got pumped into their uh, bogus uh, bills that came out. So, you know, this is not old stuff, it's new stuff. Uh, the other way this all adds up together is John Podesta, along with a guy named Mark Elias, that's the big DNC lawyer yeah, I... uh, that shows up on all these things. You've yeah. probably heard of him. Oh, yeah. Well... Mark Elias was lawyer to Harry Reid and John Podesta. And Mark Elias is the guy who took the money for the steel memo, the steel dossier on, on Trump. Yeah, yeah. So that, that happened in May of 2016. In August of 2016, uh, Harry Reid goes and talks to Brennan, and then he's one of the first to send a letter to Comey about Russia involvement, supposedly, of Trump. So the Russia hoax all starts with Podesta, Harry Reid, Mark Elias, and Hillary Clinton, we now find, because she got fined for it. That all starts before the election, before all that stuff happens. 
So, so this was all a setup for the beginning. They all knew because they all knew through Mark Elias, and he's the fixer for everything. They all knew this stuff, and swear to God, I tried my best to get all this stuff out, but it was damn dangerous because you you, you told me that you were into the uh, mafia stuff. See, Tony Anspilatro, he was famous for having squeezed an eyeball out of a guy uh, in a vice. So these are not not good people. And I told you about Killer Dave, my buddy that I actually worked with or worked for. And uh, he probably, they, they were looking in, the, he, he ran the uh, mini storage. And so they were digging up his backyard looking for steel drums where they thought they buried the uh, four people he probably killed. And he was that crazy. And, so, and uh, one real quick thing here, Daxton, let's call them strip clubs. <laughs> Here on the radio. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a Vegas guy. I'm I hear you. I apologize uh, no. for that. Yeah, that's no no problem. So this, um, Trust me, I've toned it down for you, but uh, uh, that's, when I slipped. Up. I know what you're talking about, though. There's there's kind of a difference between a strip club and what you're talking about, but I, I, we know what you mean. Um, so uh, so Harry was pretty popular with the pimps, though, wasn't he? Uh, well, not directly because he's always one step off. He's the he's the godfather. But the consigliere, this Jay Brown, he was always involved in those. And then if you go back through the whole history, I mean, it gets real complicated. But there is, uh, uh, um, I forget his first name, but the Bump, Bump and Fierro. There was the Hollywood Mafia. Okay, well, here's, here's the inter- another interesting part is Harry was the gaming commissioner in 78. That's the movie Casino. That's sort of about that. Well, he gets bribed or they try to bribe him, two guys, Jack Gordon, who ends up marrying LaToya Jackson, of all people, and then a guy named Saul Segi, who runs a carpet barn, a carpet place. Well, Saul was a well-known mafia guy, but his son gets kidnapped and disappears. But Jack Gordon was running, uh, what's the polite, uh, Penny Arcade, so sneaks, you know, uh, sex arcade, sex uh video deals in uh, Hollywood and, and also in Vegas. His brother was a big guy into that. So it all ties to those people in Hollywood and, and back and forth. So so is, is was Harry directly involved? No, but all of his buddies were. And Oscar Goodman, the mayor, he was involved in all that, too. So, uh, uh, th- go ahead. Well, I mean, I've, there's more. It ties to all the stories. See, there was also the there was the skims at the Stardust and the Tropicana, and that was involved with the Kansas City mob. The Tropicana skim was with Joe Augusto, and at Tropicana at that point, that's way back in '78, there was um, Jay Brown was there. That's uh, Harry's consigliere. Mm-hmm. So they stole money from a gal named Bitsy Stoffer Briggs, who was the the um, the heiress to a big uh, chemical fortune. They brought her in to fund the, the Tropicana, and then they stole all her money. And, and the way you know this stuff is, is so corrupt is because Joe Augusto from another sort, actually it was through John Solomon, you know, the, the uh, journalist? Yeah. He knew this through some FBI contacts. Augusto gave thirty grand to Harry back then. But Joe Augusto was in with the Kansas City mob, so the Kansas City mob were, were wiretapped. And they were wiretapped. That's where the Mr. Clean face comes from for Harry Reid. But they, uh, they, they, there was a nickname for Jay Brown, which is something like Old Brown Bag or Old Brown Lunch Bag. So they were all connected all the way through, and they all represented all the mobsters. And they represented, uh, like, uh, Rick Rizzolo over at the uh, Crazy Horse, too. He got, he was, originally there was Crazy Horse Saloon Strip Club. And the pizza par- guy running the pizza parlor next door was a guy named Rick Rizzolo. Well, Rick, they, there was Tony Abbott, uh, I forget, his, Abbott, Abbott Tangelo or something like that, was running the Crazy Horse 2, or that Crazy Horse Saloon, and they find his head in the middle of the desert being e- eaten by coyotes. That's nice. And so then Rick Rizzolo takes over that, and then he goes over to Crazy, calls it Crazy Horse 2, and that's where a lot of the bribes came, like for Jan Jones, who ran for mayor and was mayor and ran for governor, didn't make it there. But uh, there was um, the Ted Binion story. People don't know about that, but that was uh, 
you know, there was a whole cache of silver out in the desert that was that was found. Now, I, I think um, but those, I, I think now's a good time. First of all, I tell people that it's really hard to squeeze all this stuff into our 15-minute segment yeah. here. But I, I wanted to wait until you got a chance to tell some of your stories to um, let people know that Daxton Brown, who we that's who we introduced uh, you as, is not your real name. Why are you not using your real name on your book and on this radio show? Well, it's not so bad now because Harry Reid has passed on to a different uh, different universe. But um, all these people are mobsters, and I knew enough of them that. Uh, you know, it, it was dangerous. It was dangerous for me and my family. And and I was told by every, you know, I would give lectures to people, to Republicans, and they'd all, always come up afterwards and tell me, you're crazy to be doing this. And I was. And we know now from what's going on right now in, uh, in Washington, D.C., that you're crazy to not take uh, precautions for your family because the, the Democrats are crazy. Uh, and they're all corrupt. Because I've just laid out how the links to Podesta. Podesta came out of Chicago. And then there was Senator Menendez from New Jersey. Harry was involved in covering up those bribes. And that's all mob stuff. I've got mob, you know, we can't get, go into all of it. They're just mob, 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 mob. Well, that, it's, so, it's a, the one thing uh, that, um, that comes out from you telling us all this stuff and the stuff that's in this book it's uh, it's really a rat's nest, and it's as and you, as you said, it's a big circle. Everybody involved. Um, it's I'm just surprised that with all the stuff that you found out and knew about Harry Reid, that he didn't seem to pay a price for any of this. Is which is what I asked you at the beginning. It's how how did I looked at this guy and thought of him as you know as a just an, another annoying Democrat. Everybody's got a little bit of corruption chasing him around. But this guy was, he's really big time. Oh, he's big time, and Podesta's big time, and Menendez, and, you know, we go down the list, they're big time. But they don't pay the price, and the only reason I'm coming out kind of now is I worked kind of undercover for the Salt Lake DA, but, but we were always worried about getting bumped off. I mean, he was too. So when you got the FBI covering up for you, what do you do? I mean, do you come out and put yourself up like a duck target at a shooting gallery? I mean, you can't do that. So now we can do some stuff, maybe, you know, with the new Congress and that. But, uh, yeah, this story should be in there. It all goes into the same hopper with the FBI corruption. Um, you know, so, you know, but, you know, I tried. Um, yeah, I, I got you know, about I a minute to... left here, uh, Daxton, and... and... Um, talk a little, uh, just give me some, what you think in general about the FBI. I got about a minute left here. Just what you think about the FBI in general and the level of corruption, not just in Nevada, but everywhere. Well, given what I get, went through here, there were a bunch of deals that they screwed up on. So if it's as bad here and then we go to Utah and they screwed it up. And so I can't see just from my personal uh, experience it's got to go all the way up to the top. They've got to be covering from all the way up to the top. So uh, I'm sure, you know, we all know that there are FBI agents who are just exemplars and uh, uh, pillars of the community. But until this is just wiped out, they've got to go out. You know, hopefully Trump comes in and just cleans the shop. Well, it's got to be done. I'm out of time. Uh, it's Daxton Brown. The book is... Harry, Money, Mob, and Influence in Harry Reid's Nevada, and it's just full of stuff like this. Daxton, I'm, I'm glad you're not wearing cement shoes, and I hope to have you on the show again. Thank you. Sure. Buy the book with the green cover. The blue one's uh, the old version. So okay, yeah, yeah. You, you updated in uh, 17, 2017? Yeah, it's actually a little bit newer. So. Okay. Very good. Okay. Thank you. We'll be back. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and 
experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one, free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I think it was one year ago today or yesterday that Dwayne Haskins, the guy who was a Steelers backup quarterback, was killed down in Florida. He was hit by a truck uh, near the airport there. Well, how about this headline from the New York Post today? This uh, this story always seemed uh, a little bit shaky. Um, and this is from uh, today from the New York Post. The headline Dwayne Haskins drugged, blackmailed, and robbed before death, according to a lawsuit. And it's uh, his wife is uh, suing, and uh, they are saying that they robbed him uh, before he was struck by a, a dump truck. The lawsuit alleges that four of the 14 defendants, and it names them, uh, they drugged Haskins to blackmail and rob him, causing him and or contributing to cause him severe injury in death. Uh, the suit does not include details about the allegations. The lawsuit also alleges that Oriel Patino, the driver of the drum truck, was driving carelessly. The lawsuit does not claim that he, uh, Patrino was involved in drugging uh, Haskins. But that story was, um, it was a sad story, and it was portrayed as just this horrible uh, accident. And from day one, I thought it, uh, there was, we were going to find out a lot more about it. And now we're about to. It's a shame. Young kid, dead. And uh, who knew? Who knows what he was involved in? Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.